This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Monday podcast. My name is uh, David Diamond and this is a special edition and I'm delighted today to be joined by former town legend, the striker, the great Pablo Canelgo. Pablo, first of all, many thanks for coming on. Obviously, I don't know how busy you've been in lockdown. Um, how are things with you? And well, yeah, what have you been up to in lockdown? I'm being at home. I'm being at home with my family and Obviously, I'm from a small part in the northwest coast, and obviously in Spain was uh, terrific, like other other parts in the world. But uh, uh, since everything here is uh, quite good because it's a small part and it's not that big problems as Madrid or another big cities in Spain. So, yeah, of course, it's terrific for for everyone and. Everything is happening around the world is a little bit crazy, but uh, hopefully now it's getting better. And uh, hopefully in a few weeks, in a few months, everything's back to the normal. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think here in England, we're uh, certainly a little bit behind, obviously, Spain and Spain and Italy with the whole COVID-19 curve. But yeah, I think things slowly um, things slowly seem to be getting getting back to normal. So where, where would be your... Where, where would be the nearest largest city to you, town or city, to where you are now? It's Vigo. Vigo is like... Uh, oh, Vigo. Yeah, 10 yeah. minutes away or, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. It's very close to us, but even in Vigo, it was not that that hard, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, of course, uh, big cities like Madrid, Barcelona were more like a massive problem. But yeah, here, obviously, yeah. 
as it as it as it was in London. And I suppose to a degree, we're not quite, but obviously we're in Ipswich in Suffolk, as you know, a little bit outside of um, yeah. obviously a little bit outside of London. So yeah, we've obviously been affected, and I personally been working from home for the last sort of two or three months and stuff. But yeah, I think I think you're right. Things are starting to get starting to get back to starting to get back to normal. So are your children, have you been having to do you know home homeschooling and stuff like that, or your yeah, are your kids yeah. older? Yeah, yeah. It was a nightmare with the with the child and the homework, but in the end of the day, it was quite good. You know, obviously they were working in the mornings and then they have free time in the afternoon with the yeah. the video computers help a little bit. The PlayStation, yeah, yeah. always help, and it was something different. You know, it's obviously how, it's how old are you? How old are your kids? One is uh, twelve, and yeah. the the other one is uh, seven. Oh yeah, so still still fairly still fairly young, still fairly young. Um, and um, any other boys in, into or, or girls and you know, into football? Into you know, showing any showing any promise like their father or not yet? I think they they love both of them. They love play football and they really enjoy. But at the moment, it's it's quite soon. You know, it's, still quite uh, young. Still quite yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, still quite young. So just just going back through your early years, Pablo. So you went into the sort of the, the uh, Celta Vigo Academy, Youth Academy. Yes, I think uh, I was uh, fifteen years old when I get into the the Celta Vigo Academy. Before I was uh, playing in in a small club in in the town where I live, and I really enjoyed that time. You know, because when you are a kid. It's when you really enjoyed everything, you know, because you don't have to think nothing more than play. I don't, I don't know about you. I'm paying for it now. I'm a lot older than you, and my knee, at the, my knee, and I'm paying for all the all the football I played when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Definitely playing like you know, amateur, you know, amateur football Sunday, Saturday afternoon, Sunday mornings. It catches up with you, you know, um, certainly. Um, and you made your pro, you made your pro debut with the with a Celta B team in the second second division. I made my debut with Celta Vigo. It yeah. was in in a cup game, like oh. I don't know. It was before. I think I was sixteen years or seventeen years old. Wow! In a cup game. Yeah. After that, it was difficult for me because it's like in that times in Celta Vigo they don't give that opportunities to the to, players. To, you know, it was you. quite hard, quite difficult to do it. And, and, and you obviously, yeah. I really, I really enjoy that moment, you know, because when you are like wow. small playing for your for the bigger club around, it was massive. But then I feel like they don't give that much opportunities to the players, you know. And that was that was also, as you said, you're pretty much your hometown, your hometown club, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. yeah. What an experience, Pablo. Let me let me take you back. So so then you 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 moved to had a a loan move to Numantia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, uh, and then a further loan spell. You know this going a further loan spell with Recreativo. Yeah, but talk me through the um. So your first, well, oh no, I know you. I've, I've looked at um, I've looked at your your stats, and oh god, you played um you know Spanish youth football right from under 15s right through. Take me to the um the 99 under 20 World Cup in Nigeria. Yeah, that was amazing wow. experience. Was something incredible. You never think about, you know, when playing for the national team is like yeah. massive. Yeah. And then you like tournament like that, and massive players around, 
and we were there like, well, see, we'll see if we can do a quarterfinals. Get beyond the group, it yeah. Like, it was like top top level. If we we were there, you know. So we start very well. Our first game, I I think it was against Brazil. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, incredible. If if you I'll just just quickly, let alone get to the Spanish players in a minute, but other notable players in the tournament was um, Esteban Cambiasso, Argentina, yeah. Stephen Apaya, Ghana, R- Rafa Marquez, who's one of my favourite ever players, could play anywhere for um, Mexico. Yeah. Robbie Keane, Damian Duff, Diego Forlan, Ashley Cole, Peter Crouch, and as you said, Ronald Ronaldinho for Brazil, who I think you beat in the group. You beat in the group yeah. stage, yeah. I mean, yeah, could, and we knew you... we knew that team from because we were year early in Brazil playing a tournament, and he wow. <laughs> he killed us. You know, he was <laughs> like, "What is this player? Unbelievable!" And so we take notes from for the games for the World Cups, yeah. and then we then it was like, "Wow, if we beat Brazil with Ronaldinho, yeah, just... why not? We can beat anyone." Yeah, and, and you just course, you, you yeah. gained momentum, and you were scoring. You were scoring pretty much throughout. In um, I think one in the one against Honduras, two in the um, last sixteen game against the States, and most importantly, two in the final against Japan. Yeah, I think after we go through the quarterfinals, it was like yes, we are in semi-finals, and Anything we were no no big clubs, no big teams in that moment in no. the semi-finals and it was like yes we are the bigger ones so let's yeah. do it uh, it was amazing it was just amazing. look at pablo just looking at your teammates um obviously you've got Ica casillas who was in goal but javi oh yeah that's that's the player <laughs> oh, i mean had you had javi had you obviously it was very much the same age had you gone through the spanish sort of hole under 15s right the way through with with javi yeah we started to play together when we were 16. Right. It was something different, you know. I think never imagine it can be like someone be that great player, you know. Really? Obviously, it was like, okay, if this player don't go to play in La Liga, no, no one will go. But one thing is playing La Liga, other thing is be one of one the best one in Spain for sure and yeah. one of the best in the world. If you yeah. see the... The statistics, if you see the titles, oh. who is bigger than Xavi? I don't think anyone... Uh, is him and, probably him and, obviously, Iniesta, but Xavi, for me, is just, just a different, yeah. different, different the, class. The, but, I, the I, know this is, I know this is really early on in, the, on, on in our interview, but best player you ever played with? Yes, for sure. Wow. For sure. Yeah. What a yeah. player. Think, what, what... And it was like <laughs> that kind of players when you see around... And you are with him. Is like okay, we are good. We have Xavi, you know. But that's that feeling I have with him when I, when we were sixteen, when we were seventeen, wow. and you it was like it. something very natural, you know. No, we are playing with Xavi. We are fine. And of course, it was like that all through, you know. And yeah, and of wow. course, he's like feel proud to be playing with him, you know, and feel like we were college for six, seven years, and we have. A good relation, you know, of good. When you finish, off the pitch. Like, yeah, of the pitch, it was good relation. 
What, what what a player! What an absolute what an absolute player! And every every you know you do these these uh, you know football interview shows with ex players and stuff like that on the TV on Sky and whatnot. Anyone who's ever played with Xavi is always in their team. It's a bit like um, over here. Anybody who's ever played with Paul Scholes, he's always in their team. Always in their yeah. team. And I think Xavi said that about Paul Scholes, didn't he? I think he was one of his favourite players. You know, very well. You played against Scholes, obviously played yeah. you know, against both. Fantastic, and then and then from there, then from there, Pablo, um, I'll just take you to to a game which perhaps was the was the you know a bit of a, a standout game for you was you came over for I think by then it was England under twenty ones and played a um, a game against England uh, I think at Birmingham at St Andrews on that horrible horrible pitch and I think it probably still was then um, scored two goals in that one four nil absolutely obviously took England who I think you know Sven was watching then took England to the cleaners then. Um, and apparently that's when um, George, a certain George Burley was in the crowd and first um, sort of saw this sort of Spanish kid sort of scoring two goals. And you must have had a great game because, um, well, obviously you scored two goals. But part of the England side that day, I did my, did my homework here, um, was John Terry, Owen Hargreaves, Gareth Barry, Wayne Bridge, Ledley King. John Terry was substituted at half time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember properly, but I think half time we were like, Two or three nil already. Yeah, not sure. But obviously, in that moment, we came from Finnish top of the world. You know, I think yeah, was yeah, yeah, you were there one year or two years before, and of course, you get that confidence. You know, you feel like wow, I can beat anyone. Like yeah, like that. it was like something what similar to happened to the to the Spanish uh, national team in the night in the yeah. when they first win the first uh, Euro Cup, you know, and yeah. you get that confidence and you feel but like you can beat anyone. That's quite interesting. Was was perhaps the, the bulk of the Spanish team, obviously other than Xavi, other than Xavi, were the perhaps perhaps a year or two, came a year in an age group, a year or two later than you? Yeah. You're the yeah. likes of Busquets and obviously people, you know, people like that. Incredible, absolutely, in, in, you know, incredible. And for you, you know, to see to see how that Spanish team just evolved to become the well, the best team in the world in Europe in the world must just be absolutely incredible. Yeah, it was, it was. But when you are in ball and when you are playing, you don't really think about what you are no. doing. You know, you just it's like something normal. You know, you don't yeah. give that credit in that moment. You just try to enjoy it and play football. And for sure, I remember properly that. No everything, but most of the games, and we did really good game, you know, and we play, of course, in that moment, we have even bigger names and bigger players in the pitch, you know, because I remember was Vicente from Valencia and Joaquin in both sides. Yeah, and Joaquin. Pepe, I think Pepe Reina, Pepe Reina was around the squad as well then, the goalkeeper. Yeah, and was Marchena as a centre. Marchena, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was... Massive players, you know. So, so, so obviously, following that game, obviously, George and the Ipswich sort of scouting network had seen you. Can you remember anything about your sort of first approach? From were you aware of Ipswich? Could you remember? I mean, Ipswich obviously have just come in, come off the back of their brilliant season in the Premier League, finishing fifth, almost qualifying for the Champions League. On a, you know, just lost yeah. out on the final day. So, um, can you remember anything about you know your first approach from George Burley and the club? And wow, you know, was it a complete shock to you? Yeah, it was like, um, of, of course, it was everything under my agent. And uh, yeah. I remember that he called me and because I have contract with, I have in contract with Celta Vigo. 
But yes. in that time, in that time, it was like uh, the Bosman, Bosman. Yes. You know, the, yeah. everything get Change. crazy with with the with happening with Bosman, and in that moment, my contract with uh, Celta, it was until uh, 2003 or something like that, and we were trying to to sign a new contract, but. I always saw like Celta Vigo don't give that credit, don't give that said, confidence opp to me. Opportunity, yeah. Uh, that opportunities. And then thanks to to the Bosman, uh, uh, I have a chance to go outside of Spain because this is only work with FIFA, not with the uh, Spanish Federation. Yeah. Yep. And my agent told me, what country do you prefer? And for me, it was like just English. Have to ah, be in England yeah. because I have good offers from Italy clubs, from Greece. Yeah, from I was going to ask Turkey, you that. From uh, you know other clubs, and but for me it was just no the Premier one. League, the, the lure yeah. of the Premier League, and yeah. okay. So then uh, I have uh, uh, like three or four clubs interesting, but I don't know. I saw like Ipswich was more interesting than anyone. Uh, all the info I get from internet was really good, and I say yeah. yes. Why not? <laughs> a little bit scared in the beginning. No, my English was <laughs> totally not, not that great. Your English is—I've got to say, your English is very good. Your English is very good now. So, so you join, and your first impression because that was obviously, you know, the season, you know, the close season after we had the Ipswich had the great, you know, the great, as I said, fifth place finish. So what were your what were your first impressions? So you're you're joining, and then during that preseason, obviously, um, as we'll get onto this later, obviously Tommy Tommy Miller joins, but um, yes. Fanidi George, Fanidi George, <laughs> um, Matteo yes. Sereni. So the you know these people these people join. I mean, what were your first impressions of it all? Yeah, it was really good impressions. You know, the facilities for the training on they were the old ones, but even yeah. the old ones were really good, you know. Yeah. I don't know how many pitches. It was like six, seven or eight yeah. pitches. Yeah. I used to be in Celta Vigo. It was like two or three, you yeah. know, a small place. So in that moment, it was like, wow, here, they take care of all these things, you know, the food and everything. Obviously, the, the level of <clears throat> how uh, you prepare the game in England and in Spain it, it was quite different, you know, in terms of uh, taking care of the food, the times, the how you have to dress. It was like, I don't know the words, but it was so casual in England, you know, so you so can was, eat whatever. Yeah, it was, it was stricter. It was much more strict, strict, we would say in Spain. In England, yeah, it was a bit more laid back. Yeah, Spain was very strict. You know, the first time I traveled with the club, uh, the food was like any day food, you know, with Coke, with cakes. And it was like, <laughs> what is going on here? You know, it was like, I can't believe it because in Spain, yeah. you have the doctor control you everything. They put you the plate. You have to eat this think, and that's it. I think that's evolved. I mean, I don't think that the whole, that's something that evolved. And I think, um, to be fair, Paul, I think perhaps Arsene Wenger was someone who, when he came into British football, really, um, I think Arsenal were the first perhaps to have a club nutritionist, you know, a club food nutritionist and stuff like that, and actually really go deep into the science of performance. So I think we were still on the uh, very early stages back in the early, uh, back in the yeah, early part of 2000. <laughs> if you see, if you see 2000, 
2001 yeah. Premier League was Arsene Wenger, the only foreigner manager. Yeah. If you yeah. see it now, oh, how many oh, English? Incredible. One, two in the Premier League. Oh, I know. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Absolutely that's amazing. Made, that's made the, the change. You know, it was like yeah. Wenger. Oh, he's massive. He's, what, what he's doing in that night, the 2000, because he was yeah. obviously Ferguson and him. And, and, and it's now different. It's, I think it's just a totally bought that approach, that more professional, totally professional approach and different. More, as I said, it's big, big in the sports science and a whole completely different approach. And yeah, obviously made it made it more professional. So can you make so we're going into that. We're going into that 2001, 2002 season, which is say after the after the great season. Oh, I don't know. As a supporter, expectations were expectations were pretty high, but. Where did it all go wrong? It just, I, I still to this day, you know, and this is 20 years ago and look where that, you know, look where the club is now to what it was then. And you wonder how did it all, just how did it all go wrong? How did it all yeah. go wrong? It was, I feel sad, you know, because I, I, know. I went there like with everything I have for giving to them, you know, like I'm going to be important in this club. This club is giving me opportunity. Yeah. I, it was in Premier League. Uh, playing UEFA, yeah, that's amazing for a player. It's a, for a club. You know, can you remember, Pablo? Can you remember your first your first start in the Premier League? First time you started. Can you remember anything about that? Mm, not really, to be I honest. I think it was Bolton. I, again, I did a bit of research. I think you may have started against Torpedo. Obviously, European football as well. I think you probably started against the Russian side, Torpedo Moscow at home. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's played. And then I uh, think. I, think... I, I remember. I remember the first game against uh, Sunderland. You know, I played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the bench. Yeah. You came on. Yeah. I, just, I remember that wow. properly. No, but no. Yeah. The, the other games is like after that. Okay, doesn't matter if it's UEFA or if it's my first start or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, remember... obviously, following the Sunderland game, we had the game at home against Derby, where which was Fenidi's Fenidi's first home game, which was I think he was the only player that performance that day. He was the only player ever. In like at the time in the Sun ratings, football ratings to get like ten out of ten. It was just it was just on a totally different level. But yeah, it just didn't quite inspire. So you know, obviously a difficult first season for you. You're very new to the obviously new to the club. Four starts, fifteen subs, fifteen subs. No, you know, no goals. One start in the league, and obviously you know the team gets you know the team gets relegated. I mean, can you remember you know much about that? Obviously, you know you're part of the club, so huge disappointment, I guess. Yeah, it was huge disappointment, and for me personally, you know, it was a young lad uh, with yeah. big expectations, and you get the relegate, and of course, it's it's hard for everyone, you know. But but of course, I see the the fans, the club is taking quite normal, you know. It's like okay, we are relegate, we will back, you know. Yeah. But it I... was so, it, totally different to Spain, you know. In Spain, you get crazy. When you... <laughs> It's like, yeah. why you are relegated? I think you don't have to relegate, even if you think someone has to. But it's, yeah. you get crazy, and and it was like natural, you know. People in the crowd. I remember after Liverpool game, it was like, eh, no problem, we will back, and it was wow, these fans are amazing. Yeah. This is, you know, like I can't believe it. Yeah. We are uh, season before finished top five UEFA. Amazing season, and then we are relegated, and the people is like, we will back. How is that possible? In that moment, it was like, I can't believe it. You know, this is 
Yeah. This is not normal. It shouldn't have happened. It was, it was a weird one, wasn't it, that season? I think what happened, we, do you remember, uh, what you, you, if you can recall, we had a sort of terrible, a terrible sort of middle of the, 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 the autumn, terrible autumn. Then we, I remember we won at Spurs and we were on a ridiculous run of winning like eight out of nine games. And the game that did for us, you, you spoke about, I think you're speaking about the Liverpool away game when we got relegated, but we lost 6-0 at home to Liverpool, who had a front line of at some part that day of Michael Owen, Nicholas Anelka, um, Emil Heskey, who absolutely, and I think we never really recovered from there, and uh, we should we should have done, but so so it's relegation, but you know probably yeah, for you I and obviously relegation yeah. and players leaving. We were we were thinking too much in the UEFA, you know, because we were doing right, in, and it was like okay, we will take care of le- of the league games after that, you know. Yeah. But of course, for me, it was my first year, my English nothing. You are young, 20 years, you don't play that much. And it's like, okay, I want to help, but it's, it's like... Difficult as a young lad. Yeah, you couldn't take that. Yeah, it, was, it, wouldn't have, it would have been unfair. So were you just going, just going back to your English, were you having English lessons? No, not really. Not ah, really. Okay. Just picking it up wife, for the players. <laughs> my, my wife is quite good with English. <laughs> so... <laughs> She always wanted me to talk English and, and get improved. Of course, I'm getting in touch with with Tommy and Tommy helped me. To... So you can under, you can understand his accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like sounds natural, you know. Yeah. So we are seven years together, you know. Yeah, right? of course, of course. But for you, I suppose, um, you know, relegation for you and you know one or two players leaving, etc., meant obviously going to a lower level probably meant a chance for you. And obviously, you started the season 2002-3, that first season, Division 1. As you said, the crowd, the you know, the fans' expectations that were going to bounce straight back. I think everybody's expectations. And I'll get to the, the squad, the team in a minute. But um, your first goals, we beat, we beat Leicester 6-1, I think, second, second game of the season. You score your first two goals. That must have been great for you. I'm, I'm a big crowd for that game as well. I think it was on a bank holiday, I think. Yeah, it was. I remember properly. It was my man there in that game. He was like, "Okay, man, why you don't come last year?" Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it, it was my first time with my man here and scored oh. two. And it's like, you are one one year late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember. I remember. Just, you know what? Another amazing thing in Spain: you get relegated and you go through twenty five thousand to ten thousand. You know. Yeah. And in England, it was the same. And it was like, wow, these yeah. fans are amazing, you know. And it was like, this is, you I know, think it's for different. me, I mean, from other countries, it was like, wow, this is amazing, you know. And of course, it was like a relief for me, you know, because one year, don't score a goal, even if I play. Yeah. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Oh, he's dropped out. Just dropped out there, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. He's still there. You're back, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. it was like a few starts and a few soups and not that much minutes, it was like, well... I scored yeah. my first goals. So I have to start from here and Relief. hopefully will come a lot. You know, even I, I know I always used to be a player to enjoy playing football and give goals and not just thinking in score goals, you know. Yeah. And it was something that maybe don't help me a lot, you know, because when you are a striker, you have to score goals. If you are in the middle, okay, you don't need that scoring goals stats. But as a striker... If you don't score goals, you are you, you're never going to be uh, good enough. Pablo, tell me, where did you get? I've got to say, and not not because I'm just talking to you here today. You are one of the best players I've seen with their back to goal. I kid you not. You are one of my favourite players. The way you you could manoeuvre yourself. Where did, did you what did you have to work on that? Was it something that came naturally? I don't know. I think it's coming <laughs> naturally. You know, I I used to a bit like target number nine in Spain. You know, yep. I used to be strong, not that big, but yes, no, quite clever, that clever, you know, movements. My legs used me, helped me a lot because they were strong. Strong, yeah. And I, I have to change a little bit when I, I arrived in England because they were everyone bigger than me and stronger. <laughs> and more physical did you, and, and generally more physical? Yeah. It's quite the same, but I think, yeah, it's... Bigger. We can say that English football is stronger, physical, it's not sure, you know, but then, of course, it's slowly. The the back four used to be slow players than in Spain, you know, (laughs) that they're more faster. Yeah. I think always comparison, you know, like Torres, you know, the first years in England, it used to be very easy for him because he's not that powerful, but he's very quick. Clever. And it was so quick. simple for quick. the club. Quick Put brain. the ball behind and run. Yeah. It was with Darren Ben with us, you know, that yeah. Yeah. helped them to be that movements and that's it. In Spain, even if you are very fast, it's not that easy, you know, because... Sure. Yeah, the defenders the, are more defenders, mobile. They are quick as well, you know. Yeah. And I find that English... A defenders very strong, very powerful in the air, but not that quick, not that so, fast. So, 
So, Pablo, interesting you mentioned, you know, the atmosphere and, you know, the fans still sticking with the club despite relegation, your first two goals. Now, one of your next goals, and I must remind you of this, was a very late equaliser against Norwich at Portman Road after I think Darren, um, Darren Bent had a, had a penalty and you were sharp and quickly on the back. How did that feel and in front of the North Stand as well? How did, how did that feel? Yeah, um, you know, 30,000, just under, I think, yeah. 29,000 there. Yeah, it was amazing, you know, because <laughs> you, you don't realize what, what you are doing in that moment. You know, obviously now it's more like, wow, imagine, remember that, being there and do that. You know, it was like amazing. You know, it's derby game. You you get with the times and with the years what it means play against Norwich. You know, yeah. it, it made that moment it was like, okay, it's my first game against Norwich because yeah. the year before we were in Premier League. So... Yeah, score a goal is like that lucky moments you have because you hit a, a penalty, hit the post, a, a first time I don't know a Ambrose hit the ball. Yeah, or, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, and you, you followed up. You were just there on the spot. Like, oh, come on, hey, come on! <laughs> it's like that lucky moment, you know. Of course, it was amazing feeling, you know. Yeah, and then Even if it was a draw. It's like don't lose against. Norwich. I think know? it was it was, that, it was that sort of game, especially when you score against Norwich that late on. It almost seems like a win. As a fan, you just don't want to lose against Norwich. I yeah. mean, it's happened enough recently, for goodness sake, but you don't want to lose against Norwich. But yeah, to do that. And then, you know, next few games, results don't go our way. Um, I must confess, um, I was at, and I'm, I don't go to many, a few away games, you know, but I was at the Grimsby game. So we lose 3-0. And George gets the sack. And I was just looking at, just to refresh my mind of the side that day. Just So we had Andy Marshall, Chris Makin, Wayne Brown, McGreal, Clapham. I mean, the mid, midfield was ridiculous. Vanity George, Jermaine Wright, Matt Holland, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Miller. And you were up front alongside Marcus Bent. Marcus Bent, I think. And you think, how on earth, how on earth did, did it just go so, go so wrong with Darren Ambrose? Darren Ambrose, um, Alan Armstrong on the bench. I mean, what we would give for a team like that now, but it just didn't, just didn't quite happen, did it? That that's that first early part of the season under George. Yeah, that's. You see the names and you think you're, it's crazy, you know. But in the end of the day, you realize that in football, is the team the important one? It doesn't matter if you have one, two, three, or even five players, you know, because yeah. it's about the team. You know, it's not about just the starting eleven. It's about twenty players, right. or of course. And it's a, it's obviously uh, the uh, the manager, the assistant, and everything. And that's why football is so different to the other sports. You don't win because you have a name or two or even three. I know it's about it's the squad. More than that, you know. And that's that's the good thing about football. You know, anyone can beat anyone. Obviously, if you have the good names. You are preparing well. You will have. You will go in advantage, but it's more about hundred things apart a name. You know, because one name doesn't mean anything. Of course, of course. So George goes, um, and you do quite well. So the first game for the first two or three games, Tony Mowbray comes as a caretaker manager. You win the first game two one. You score two. Do you remember that Sheffield Wednesday at home? Can you remember? And recall yeah. anything about that? Yeah, I remember uh, Tony Mumbrey came to me and 
giving me a lot, you know, support, you know, that uh, positive vibes. And it was like, wow, it's, why then, not Let's do it, you know? Yeah. And then, so, and then Joe Royal, out of, I mean, and, and as a supporter, that, that really came out of nowhere, really, for us. Um, not quite as dramatic as another manager a bit further on, but that 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 was that was incredible for us. Um, slightly different style of football for you under Joe. To be honest, no, really, you know, because I what uh, uh, just Barley asked to me to do as a manager, it was quite similar what yeah. the, what they were like asking me to do, you know, that uh, try to get that second ball, hold the ball, play simple. If yeah. you can't go forward, of course, go forward. If not, play simple. I mean, as, a supporter, was... as a supporter, those Joe Royal years were absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, because, yeah, the football was entertaining. I mean, yeah, we could concede a few goals, but inevitably, if, if, we, if we conceded three, we'd score four, and on many occasions. Um, that particular season, a couple of games... Um, well, one I perhaps I will I will talk about just briefly. Um, Sheffield United, a home game where where emotions were very emotions are running quite high. There is always a very much a for some reason a grudge match. Ipswich and Sheffield United always was a bit of a grudge match. Um, it was the it was the I think the first game on, after Dale Roberts had, had passed away. You know, obviously a big you know big shock to everybody. Um, you get sent you get sent off there. Um, but I think the crowd, the crowd like that with you. They always were behind you with, in that respect because it showed you cared and you had that, you know, you were so fired up for the, you know, for the team and for the, you know, and for the fans, I think. So, uh, can you remember anything about that at all? Yeah, I remember the send-off. I remember <laughs> properly. I think it was my first one in England. <laughs> Not the last one. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, you know, when you are young, that you don't control sometimes. Frustration. Yeah, it was very frustrating, you know, because obviously you want to be part of the game and you want to be there and do it yeah. properly, you know. And but and as in the moment you see the red card, it was like, wow, what, what the fuck are you doing? You know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. But it was part of me, you know. Obviously, yeah. don't help me a lot in different moments to be like uh, like I was. But in the other hand, probably my temperamental and my my me, you know, helped me through other things, you know, my mentality. Yeah, yeah strong. Yeah. Strong and sometimes difficult, but what I can say to you for sure is is one Pablo in the pits and the other one outside. <laughs> it's yeah. totally different, you know. And oh, okay, yeah, is... I'm with you. We we love the Pablo. We love the Pablo on the pitch. We really, right. we really, we really How do, you man. Don't get that crazy, you know, and in the end of the day, it's just because you want to win, you know. Yeah, it's your temperament, exactly, exactly. Uh, is, and Pablo, I've got to say now, we could do, we could do with someone with that type of, um, yeah, that type of mentality, that type of temperament at the moment. Just someone with a little bit more aggression. But anyway, one game I just will just quickly talk over. One, um, one game that I remember particularly well. I know the fans remember well is the home game against Portsmouth at the end of the season where Portsmouth just about to be promoted. You know, obviously I had, you know, what a season under Harry Redknapp had got in Paul Merson and basically Merson had almost got them promoted on his own. Had a, fan, a bit of an exaggeration, but fantastic season. And yeah, I think it was on TV. I think it was on Sky this game. And you, this is when I think I first appreciated your, you and um, 
Tommy, Tommy Miller's on pitch, on pitch relationship was never more evident than I think in that game where you were absolutely superb. But again, 30,000, if you remember the whole Portsmouth supporters were, were jumping on top of the executive boxes. I mean, again, can you recall that game? Anything at all? Yeah, yeah, of course. I remember. Great you know, goal. I, I remember not just the goal. I remember, ah, come on, we want to play against uh, a team that next year they will be in Premier League and we want to be there, you know. Prove so yeah. Let's prove that we can be we can be good as then, you know. And of course it was a great game. It's it's a shame that we were not in the position of the <laughs> postman, but Yeah, you I think if seventh, so it's just you know, just a few points overseas and four points behind sixth place Forest. So really, I mean, really, really close. Um, and you, what a great season for you. So you're, you know, you're pretty much first full season, top league score, 28, 28 starts, sixteen league goals, um, twenty goals in forty eight appearances in all in in all competitions. So brilliant, brilliant season for you. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, of course, this is. It was a good season compared to the the season before, but it was like frustration, you know, because that you didn't get promoted. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. matter if we score forty and we still like uh, in championship. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember like yeah, it was a great season for me. I remember like okay, I did something much better than the year before, but yeah, still not not enough, you know. And of course, it was. So many, I remember changed many players, you know, because oh, of, yeah, the club, the club going into they, administration, they, they have to leave, and it was like a little bit chaos, you know. But normal one because it's when you get relegated, you lose players, you know, yeah. And even so, so then we're going to the next season under Joe, and um, you know, I suppose the big thing, um, um, the big thing really is, um. Kelvin, Kelvin Davis, Kelvin Davis comes in by this time. Matt Holland, Matt Holland is leaving. Um, yeah. Darren Bent, obviously Darren Bent then starts to starts to merge this season. Tell me a little bit about early your sort of early um, sort of um, on pitch relationship with Darren Bent. Again, you could see he would he would play at a higher level. You could see he would he was going to go to the Premier League. Yeah, I think so. I pace quick. It was a goal scorer machine, you know, and obviously that pace fit very well. For him in in Premier League, you know, yeah. in, in 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 a place where defenders are slower than the, in the other countries, so it was so simple to play with him. You know, you yeah. just get the ball, put the ball behind, and that's it. Doesn't matter if it's a good ball or it's average ball, he will get it. He will get it. And how was it? And how was it playing with um, with Jim Jim Magilton? He was <laughs> massive players. You know, it was yeah. uh, something. Big in the club, you know, and Big I think we, we always connect well, you know, because I was like very easy going outside the pitch, obviously yeah. with my tempo inside the pitch. I really enjoyed playing with him because he was that kind of players as Tommy Miller as well, that he loved to keep the ball, play the ball around and and, uh, right. and right. enjoyed football, you know, that mentality of, of enjoy. Of course, everyone wants to enjoy football playing, but some of them have more talent to do it, you know. Yeah, great Gino. technical great technical player. What well, a player. Yeah. 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 So again, just 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 quickly on that season, three again to sum up Joe Royal's era really, three games in that season. So um Burnley at home six one. I think you scored two in two minutes in that game. Um 
Palace, Palace are four three. The away two. It's only two games later. For goodness' sake, it's crazy, isn't it? Four three. I think this is one where Shefki scores the winner. Really, really deep, but quite quite late on. I mean, what a game he scored! I think we equalised in that game, and then a crazy game. One of the craziest games I've ever seen that same season. Um, six four at home against Crew. Or again, you score. <laughs> score. I mean, I mean, you had, how was it to playing games like that? I mean, it must have been so frustrating where you were almost scoring at will, but then conceding also. Yeah, it was like we were <laughs> side like thinking about attacking, you know, and we have really oh, good great players, to watch. you know. So we don't really think too much about defending when you are that good attacking, and yeah. of course, everyone enjoyed that. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was absolutely fantastic. Now. You and I, I, I can't recall this, but you missed the end of the season from March onwards. Was that an injury? I can't remember properly. Yeah, you honest. sort of missed the playoffs, so you don't really figure much from March onwards. Obviously, missed the playoffs to West Ham. That was that that first season. Um, yeah, that first yeah, I, season. I think I have a small injury. Or yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I seem to recall something like that. Like, so we lose the playoffs yeah. again. Players, players turning up, leaving. I mean, by now, by now, Shefki is there. <laughs> obviously, the next season, 2004-05, I should imagine, fairly frustrating for yourself because obviously, I think Joe seems to prefer the Shefki Darren Bent partnership. Yeah, it was like obviously it was. I think it was that in that time my last year of contract. Yeah, and in the beginning, of course, after that third season it was a good season for me as well yeah. I think it was pretty good and they really enjoyed that third second year in the in championship obviously frustration because of the playoffs and the last one was my uh, last season there and I remember uh, George come to me and say look you are in a big way blah 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 I think uh, I, uh, you have a few offers the big clubs, you can go. And of course, I have offers, but I don't feel like what I have to go, you know. Uh, you I want don't to know stay. about this club and I want to enjoy it. I want to stay here. I really enjoy my time here. Then the offers that they come, they obviously they come with uh, less money. And it's not just about the money, it's about everything. I, I can can be fair now with you because I don't care anymore, you know. Why I have to go with they are giving less money, why I have to go to a club that they are offering me a contract but they are no like, it's not, they don't want me. It's you uh, find me a club for me, you know. When I have a club here that I really enjoyed, yeah. that I, I want to play, I have a good relation with the fans, with the club, I just want to play my last year, I know we will get promotion, I'm gonna have a chance to stay here, you know. Yeah, yeah. And again, it was uh, okay. Again, we sh- we should have been up. That was the year where we really missed a yeah. What a I, chance! Oh. Obviously, you show that from the year before, we are more prepared now. We Definitely. are getting like yeah. that opportunity to, to get back, you know. And yeah. it was like, okay, you have to go, but you do whatever you want. If you want to stay, you want to stay. It's gonna be difficult for you, blah blah blah. And in the end of the day, it was like. Let's see, let's see, because I, I really believe in myself. So yeah. let's do it. I, I remember in the beginning of the season, something like that happened. You know, it was no fair because it, obviously in that moment, I, I, I came with a four years contract when the club was in Premier League. 
I understand all the problems, but you don't have to use a player because of the salaries, you know. And no. it was in that moment, it was like, no, you are good, but you are out because of your salaries. Just, I remember, yeah. like, no, we can get four or five players with with your money, okay, but why you are taking me out when I do it right for the last two years? You know, yeah. it was quite disappointing for me. Yeah, but I, I decided to stay because. Like I say before, yeah. the club. Did you have Pablo? So obviously, you you moved to Malaga on a two-year deal. But did you have other opportunities to stay here in this country? Yeah. Yes, but yeah. it was like no, no, we it's no party. Oh, yeah. I, remember, <laughs> I remember the day, I, the the last game in the in in the playoffs against uh, Western. Yeah. At home. Yeah. Uh, Josh Barley was in Derby. Derby, he was already asking me to go there. For sure, it was like it's no Ipswich. I don't know. It was that love with the club, you know, with yeah, the fans. Just... It was like no sense because obviously Derby country was probably a good option for me, a massive yeah, yeah. option. It, I was like really angry and disappointed with all this year around, like. Uh, they they were uh, touching me because of my of the money and I can't understand now you know because now I I have yeah. forty years old I understand maybe maybe if they come to me in the with other not not with the offer with other words and they explain to me the situation yeah I don't know maybe I would say yes yeah okay okay you are right yeah, let's can... do it or whatever I, I will. Yeah. Try to do the best for me and of course for the club. Yeah. But it was like you have to go. Wait, why? If the season before it was a good one, why I have to leave? No, because of this, 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 you don't want to play. Why not? If I play the last two years with you and you, you show me you are in love with me, why? It was strange, you know. And obviously, when I finished my contract, it was like I go, I go back. Where were, um, Pablo, where were you? Where were you living at the time? Were you living in, in Ipswich? In the where Marina. You? Yeah, oh, the you Marina. lived on the on the. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, on the waterfront. Nice. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. changed a lot now. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. All pro. When were you? Just quickly. When were you last back in Ipswich? When were you last in Ipswich? Or haven't you been back? Haven't been back. To be honest, I, I uh, four months ago I get a fly for uh, April. So oh. imagine. Uh, to go yeah. to yeah, London, so to Switzerland and to see Tommy as well. It's it was oh, like, brilliant. Oh, shame. shame. So, yeah. so you spent two years at Malaga, one year in La Liga. Relegation follows, but then fifteenth um, the next season in 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 League Two. So, how does this come about then? So, you've done your two years to two years with Malaga, and then. Um, <laughs> Ipswich coming for you again. How does that? How does that all work? How did that happen? To be honest, Ipswich came to me one year early. As soon, I think as soon as Jim Magilton <laughs> did, okay. uh, took the, yeah. the uh, took over the club, uh, uh, he, he, I think he called me already. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He waited for a month or months or weeks or I don't know. But I remember. He was asking me to go there, and in the first moment, he was like, "Yes, let's do it," because for me, when I come back to Spain, 
after one week in Malaga. Imagine eh, being in Malaga playing La Liga, you know, it was like wrong, mistake. Really? It was like, yeah, it was like, wow. wow we, England is the place. I really enjoyed my time in Ipswich. What I changed that massive club with all the facilities, with, you know, and it sounds crazy, you know. You are getting back to Spain, a place like Malaga, playing in La Liga, but everything was, was wrong. The facilities, the club was like, no way is Malaga right now, you know, as a club. Well, maybe now there are wars, but yeah. it was no, no professional clubs, you know. No, it was no that Spain was, a, okay, much of Real Madrid, Barcelona, but not that big with the other clubs. I yeah. knew from my time in Vigo, and it was quite the same in, in Malaga. Of course, now it's changed. Now it's bigger and professional all around the country. But yeah. in that year, it was not that big with the smaller clubs in Spain. Yeah. And for me, it was like, ah, it's La Liga, it's Malaga, but it's not as professional as I thought. So if I just read a quote, so you, you joined for your second spell. We signed a two-year deal in July 2007. I mean, us as fans are absolutely delighted. We can't believe it. And you come back. Um, and also your great mate, Tommy. Tommy comes back as well. Same time. Yeah. Was, that a, was that also a factor for you or a part of it as well? No, for me, it was... Yeah, it, like I said, it was the club. Yeah, and, and I tried to go GR early, you know, because, yeah. but because of really the like, problem with the yeah. club and with yeah. the Malaga as well, the agent, the... The manager in that time in Malaga wants to, to wants me to stay there and have a year contract, so it was no 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 options to go, you know. And yeah. even Ipswich, I th I think they were uh, they were like putting some money to 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 the club to the Malaga, you know. But it was like, okay, don't pay nothing to the club, just wait six months or one year, you know. And, and you can, I think yeah. then uh, Jim Magilton signed another striker. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Alan Lee? No, no. One day... It, it was... Oh, the season three... before? The season before? Nicky yeah. For Nicky Forster? No, one is coming on, on loan to Ipswich for three or four months, you know. Okay. Yeah. And then we, we play against them the first game of the season when I come back. He was in Sheffield Wednesday. I think play for Arsenal as a younger Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, escapes me in a moment. Yeah. Some all my all my colleagues will be shouting at me now. But yeah. 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 And it was like okay, just uh, that player went there, and and then obviously when when I when I finished my conference in Malaga, Jim Magilton was waiting for that player. You know, like a first option. You know, yeah. and for me it was like wow, Jim, what what are you waiting now? I'm here <laughs> for you. You know, and then we play a game against Sheffield Wednesday against. That the striker that he was in in Ipswich before. Yeah, and I want to show you that I am the good one. You know, it was like... <laughs> well, just to just to quote. I mean, this is, obviously Jim thought a lot of you. He said, um, "I always looked at Pablo as a player with all attributes. Every attribute to be top class. He enjoyed a good relationship with the fans, but don't think we saw the best of him." And then you you allegedly says. Great to be back at Ipswich. I'm really excited about the move. As soon as I knew Jim wanted me, I was keen to come back. Um, it's good to feel wanted. I also know the way he likes to play. Pass, 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 which is good for me. <laughs> and that sums it sums it up, really. Um, 
So, I've got to speak to you about this. So, a couple of things that season, 2007, 7, 8, um, 12 goals, joint joint leading joint leading goal scorer. I think 47 total appearances in, in all, but 12 goals, joint leading scorer. Um, a couple of things. Talk us through the goal against Charlton away. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit unlucky, you know. You need that what? lucky goals like that, you know, but... Obviously, in that moment, I received the ball back to the to the goal. It was like, why not? You know, <laughs> it was massive goal. It was massive. Probably one of the best, if not the best one. Oh, oh, it's yeah. not my favourite, actually. I'll get onto that in a minute. But um, that was a bizarre game, I remember, because obviously then you were playing Darren Ambrose, Matt Holland playing for Charlton. And I think my memories of that game, I was at that game, and they were like 3-0 up at half-time, and it could have been... Five. I mean, awful. Yeah. And then second half, I mean, you score. We, I think we miss a penalty. We hit. The, we could have won that game. It was such a such a bizarre game. My favourite goal that you scored for Town. And then, and there's there's one. We'll come to another one. Obviously, which I know you probably won't think I'm going to speak about in a minute. You score a goal. We beat Bristol City six nil. John Walter scored a hat trick. And my favourite goal of all is you score a goal up the up the Bobby Robson end, North Stand end. Where you get the ball on the right hand side and you come inside and you drop your shoulder and you almost pass it left foot into the far corner. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's yeah, my favourite that's my favourite goal of yours. Just a lovely, yeah. easy so it just looked easy, mate. Looked easy. Yeah, yeah. It was a good goal. Of course. Probably the defender helped me a little bit. You know, it was like, okay, <laughs> Are you being you're being modest. I mean, yeah. the goal at Charlton was just just incredible. I think it was. I think it was undoubtedly the goal, our goal of the season. Um, again, you also score a goal. We, we don't win this game, but we draw two two away at Norwich. I think we were two 0 up, and you score you score away at Norwich, which has got to be good as well, hasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, in that moment, I, I knew already everything again about relation between Norwich yeah. and Ipswich. You know, and it was. It was a great moment. It was fantastic. And we were like 2 nil up in halftime. And it was like, come on, let's do it. Yeah. Obviously, at that time, we were not that good as in the... Maybe not. Time, you know, and it was like... Because we were more thinking about attacking and good playing football and go forward. You know, obviously, it's not just because of the back line. You know, it's about everyone. It's like... Yeah. All and a really, um, and I think you got a really nice assist in that game for Alan Lee, Alan Lee's goal as well. Yeah. So that yeah, was a weird. If I remember what I remember about that season, that was a season where we were absolutely almost unbeatable at home, but just couldn't. I think there was a season couldn't win an away game. Just yeah. bizarre season. So we end up yeah. just finishing a point behind Watford, a point behind Watford in um, in sixth in sixth place. Just quick, we come on to the next season. So, so the next season, 2008, 2009, your second season back. Marcus Evans, obviously the big thing, Marcus Evans comes into the club. What were the players, how did the players sort of feel about that? Could you see, wow, this is happening. Big money coming into the club, big investment coming into the club. This is going to be the next stage in getting back to the Premier League. Like all that was about, you know, but it's like, okay, someone's coming is to improve the club, you know. So it was like good for the everyone. He was thinking, yeah, this is something good for the club. It's supposed to be to help the club, to help the players, the staff. Uh, they gonna bring bigger players. They are gonna bring bigger names. For me, it was no 
a problem because I always have that mentality that I can do it, whatever happened. Of course, then something, someone is going to be bigger than you and better than you. But I always used to have that mentality to do, why not? I can do whatever. So it was like, this is good news for the club. You know, yeah. why not? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and again, a, a reasonable, you know, reasonable season, but not as good as the season before. Finished eight points off the playoffs. You have a bit of a goal-scoring one at the, run at the end of the season. Um, tell me, and this corresponds with um, <laughs> um, Giovanni De Santos coming, <laughs> coming on loan. I mean, what do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, you, you knew him as a player. I mean, uh, describe him. Yeah, he was a massive player, you know, for <laughs> that time for us, you know. He was in Barcelona. He was compared to Ronaldinho a few years ago, you know. It was like, what he's doing here, you know. <laughs> for Tottenham, of course, not that uh, easy life in Tottenham. Yeah, suppose, yeah. It's different, totally different for him playing in a club like Barcelona to go to sports, you know, the different yeah. styles, different ideas. He was really young player, but he's massive, massive talent. And obviously come to a club like Ipswich that we try to, you know, uh, take care of the ball and play more football. Of course, this, the divisions are there because of something. And it was easier for him to play in, in Champions League. And I think it was not that many games it was like a few months but we really enjoyed yeah uh, as a player as a teammate it must have been incredible yeah and and of course the fans as well and and i think he really enjoyed playing that that short time with us you know because he was happy you know a player wants to be happy doesn't matter if he's yeah uh, he was just he was just so good wasn't he And, and i think um yeah it was it was sort of pretty much spelled out from the club that look we've got him for now but don't yeah. ever think we can, <laughs> we can possibly yeah. sign him on a on a on a long term contract, which was which is yeah unfortunate. So, just quickly to sum up this season, so three games before the end of the season, a final win over Norwich, a final win. So so haven't beaten them since. Incredibly, we're not even well, know, two di- two so divisions well, apart. Like- God's sake, two divisions apart now. After the Norwich game, so we're yeah we're out of the playoffs. You know we we can't make the playoffs. Jim is sacked with sort of two, three games to go to the end of the season and um, replaced by Roy Keane. So if we thought a few years before that Joe Royal was a surprise appointment for Ipswich, I mean, Roy Keane, Roy Keane at Ipswich, just mind-boggling as an Ipswich fan. Wow. Just, just really, obviously, we, we kind of know what transpires, but what were your first impressions of that? To be honest, to be honest, it was no a good one. And not because I was thinking about him as a ex-player or as ex-manager. Yeah. It was not a good one because Tommy looked at me and say, Oh yeah. And say, why not? Why not? Let's yeah. try it. And he's he always watched me again and say, Pablo, no, not, I not know him, I know him, I know players wow. that they were with him in Sunderland. Yeah. This is no good. No even for him or for me. This is no good for the club. Yeah. And it was come on Tommy, come on. He's yeah. just a manager and he was a big player. He was massive oh. player. Well Manchester, class. blah blah blah. Yeah. Well class, why class. not? Why not? You know, yeah. it was like why not? 
I yeah. remember playing with him and he was really liking me in training, you know, and I think, I think the two years to re remain in season, scoring both and play both as I started, you know, yeah. and it was like, yes, why not? But so you go, <laughs> so you go into the next season, he's manager and everybody at the club thinks, oh, we're just going to walk the championship. You know, we're going to win the league by 10 points or something. You know, we've got Roy Keane as manager. He'd done it with Sunderland. Why can't he, you know, why can't he do it with Ipswich? We've got investment coming into the club. Yeah, obviously it just, you know, obviously it doesn't work out. This is it's obviously your final season. Um, we finished 15th, 56 points from 46 games. You sort of have a stop-start season, 12 starts, 17 subs, only three goals. However, one iconic goal, well, more for the iconic celebration, Coventry at home. Freezing cold. It's in January. <laughs> can you remember? Can you remember the winner? So it's two-one. We haven't won. You know, we, we're struggling to win games. Um, I don't think we won our first game till like I think it was was it Derby? I think um, well into well into well into the season. Um, we're struggling to win games, um, and Coventry get like a ninety-fourth minute, fifth minute equaliser. You must be down. There's only time to kick off. Can you remember the what happens from then? Yeah, but I, I clearly remember because I saw it in <laughs> on internet many times. You know, <laughs> it was like, okay, you are not winning the game again. So, what's going to happen? Just draw. Okay, uh, it was amazing. You know, amazing that in ten seconds remaining or whatever, or nah, the game is over. And yeah, suddenly you, it was like, wow, I'm here against the keeper. You know, okay. At how do you keep, what I'd love to know is how you kept your composure in, in the moment. I mean, obviously you're a striker and that's what you do, but you're really there in the moment and how you keep your composure, not to just, you know, some of like, I don't know, uh, nor players, several players would just absolutely blast the ball, but you've got the presence of mind to almost faint the keeper and just lift it over him. I mean, what, what a thing. And again, at the right end, at the Sir Bobby Robson, the North Stand end as well. I, I, I probably, I, I don't know whether, what, you never think what, what you are doing in front of the keeper, you know, of you do not, it yeah. natural. But yeah. I, 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 can, I, I remember like keeper come to me very quick, you know. Yeah, it was, so he made it easy, easier. It was like, no, it's going to be big, big, big uh, side, you know. Yeah. I can't do this because it's going to be simple because the keeper come very yeah. quick, you know. And yeah. hey, then... It's happened what has happened, you know, it was like, okay, it was a good goal in a good moment. That's one the of the most, I mean, for the club, I mean, who has had, let's face it, the last 10 years, we've had precious little to, uh, other than one season where we get in the playoffs, precious little to, to be happy about. That was a, one of the most iconic moments of the, of, of, of the last 10 seasons, really. So, obviously, Pablo, you've touched on it a little bit. We won't, you know, I don't expect you going to, you know, don't get too much detail. Obviously, you're relationship as as not just you as with other players and as with other players as well sort of falls down with the I think it's fair to say <laughs> your relationship with the manager doesn't go so well um and it's well sort of reasonably well publicized what he puts in his book I mean no really not necessary at all but I loved that I loved your response to that and I think that's where you know Ipswich people Ipswich crowd respect you fans respect you so much for that for your dignified response to that really because there was no yeah there was really no need for it but yeah how, how would you feel about that how do you feel about that now yeah it's uh, like i say you know for me like 
I start well with him, you know, because you can see it in the in in the day in the in the games that I play yeah. with him. Yeah. I remember when when I the problem start that I get injured in preseason. Yeah. And he came to me saying, like, I remember properly, you know, because when when you go through life and you get uh, news and you get uh, something gets in your in your mind, you know, like I want to remember this for for always. I remember him to come to me and you get injured in preseason. You just you we start on Monday to training. You come on Sunday. And I, I thought for myself, yes, that's right. What's, what's the problem? He maybe think that I supposed to come one week early or something. I don't know. But it was strange for me. In yeah. that moment, I get injured. It was a strange injury. It was a difficult one. He started to, you know, like thinking like I don't care about me yeah. in the club, about him, about getting 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 uh, fit fit and yeah. it was like it's nothing to do with me of course I come one day early before the season start the pre-season start but it's like the normal is what I did always yeah maybe he was right maybe I used to come two or three days early maybe he was right but this is not the point to get like like he was and and, and all the comes came later you know it was like so it's, what is that strange? So then I I remember uh, start to play again, and he was like a little bit desperate. Come on, Pablo, get fit. You have to play because at that time the club was struggling. The games, yeah, he was struggling. So yeah. oh wow, now you need me. Okay, well let's try it. Yeah, and it was like ups and downs, ups and yeah. downs. Yeah, he was. was um, like, I think it's fair to say. Um, um, someone with a, perhaps a little bit of a, how can I put it, an unpredictable personality, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a strange one. It was a strange one. So, it, did you? So, you obviously knew, you, you know, you knew that your time at Ipswich again was gonna was pretty much gonna come to an end then. Yeah, the season after, start like you don't want to play, you have to leave and say, okay, that's far enough. I remember the, the, the. The the iceberg, you know, like the point of the yeah. point was the top of the iceberg. Yeah, when I when I went to the reserves games, I always understand that reserve games like when you are not playing first thing, you go with the reserves. You know, yeah. yeah. So of course you are not playing, you go with the reserves. When when uh, when the first team player go with the reserves is to play as a start. You know. Yes. Yeah, and of course. And you did what it is. Yeah, it's three or four players from the first team. They are yeah. starting in this in the reserves. At least you have agreement. Okay, you are coming from an injury. You want to play half an hour, whatever. So for me, it was no respect at all. You know, putting me in the bench of the reserve yeah. games, and obviously it was nothing to do with the with the manager of the reserves in that time. And I think he put me like. In five or ten minutes, the last yeah. minutes in the game, and it was like, okay, you are the manager, you can do whatever, you know. And then it was like the confrontation in the in the in the changing room. Yeah, I was there like, look at this. <laughs> 
what the fuck, <laughs> come into reserve games, play five minutes, he comes to me, I don't know what, he was jealous because I was, uh, people want me in the streets. Well, of course, and yeah, the yeah, 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 you were bigger than, hey, yeah, you were, you are, Roy Keane, come on. Yeah, you were fucking has... Pablo. You were always far more important to the fans than Roy Keane ever was and ever will be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Yeah. We have to be jealous about you, but jealous in a good way, you know. You yeah. you did an amazing career as a football player and you are doing this kind of things to me. I'm nothing to I'm nothing compared to you. For me it was like always crazy, you know. Yeah. What he's doing. It I was... remember him. I remember, look, I remember him, I was in that time, okay, with a good car, okay, you have money, blah, 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 football players get <laughs> stupid, you get the cars, good car, yeah, yeah. Porsche, okay, you yeah. are stupid, you don't need the Porsche, okay, in that time, it's like, no, myself, you know, thinking, I don't need a Porsche, right now, with 40 years, I really know <laughs> that I don't need a Porsche, but yeah, yeah. you have a car, you yeah, have a good car, yeah. He was in a Lexus. Okay, far. I know yeah. you can have have hundred car. cars. Yeah. After two weeks, he came with the same car than me. Come on. <laughs> Is that a game or whatever? It's like. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, it was the Pablo. It was just. It was never a good match. As and and I, was, I guess you know during that time you're let apart. You know, under Roy Keane, you could think of what Tommy Miller. Tommy Miller's words were. 18 months before, you know, saying this yeah. is not, this is not right. This but, is not a good fit. Me, it's like, and it's still like sometimes people asking me about him and, and it's like, yeah, massive as a player, oh. as, a, as a person, I yeah. don't want to say nothing. You know, it's like, no, no, no. I think, it, you know, and where, where he was manning after that, where he was manning, managed yeah. as a manager. No, no, I think Pablo. Yeah, I think Pablo. It was um, he. It was a weird one with with Roy Keane. I think it was his his man management. He couldn't manage. I think he had not stand standards, and he was a lot of frustration there and a lot of anger there. Yeah, you know? I and mean, we know you know what went on when he was with Mick McCarthy back at the World Cup. You know, in you know in in Saipan. You know, so yeah, as a, a complex character, and I think yeah, just ultimately not not a good fit. Not a good fit for the football club. Probably. Sold initially, sold sold tickets, no doubt. But yeah, and and obviously, you know, subsequently, you weren't you weren't alone in in your you know in your perhaps deterioration your relationship with him. There was you know John Walters for goodness sake, and and one just to just to name one or two others as well. It's yeah, it not a good fit, not a good fit. So from there though, um, just to recap, so overall your overall two spells with Ipswich, two hundred and forty three appearances, sixty one goals. Obviously, a fans, a fans legend, loved by the fans, and, and it comes across now. Your affinity with the club still comes across to me now, which is absolutely great to see. But then um, you're not still not finished, kind of, with your Ipswich connection. George comes in for George Burley, now manager at Crystal Palace, as he was, as he did before, as you said earlier with Derby, comes into and he joined Palace on loan for for best part of a season. I was difficult one, you know. Of course, I. Uh, uh... I have to left Ipswich and it was a shame for me. It was in a, you know, more thinking the problems we uh, I had uh, there with the manager and obviously always a new start. I did something that 
you know, it was like a strange, strange situation. Of course, uh, Josh Barley coming and uh, I knew him and it was something that I considered a lot. And uh, it was difficult season, you know, uh, not that good as an uh, individual, not that good as a team. Yeah. And who it was, was like... Who was there then? Can you remember any of your teammates then that season? Anyone in particular? Yeah, a good one, but a younger. It was yeah. Saha. It was oh, special. Was he? Was he there? Yeah. He was. He was even there yeah, then. He was, oh my goodness! Yeah, me. he was starting as a young yeah, player. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah. And, wow. And it was like, wow, this is this boy is gonna be good, you know? Yeah. Raw, very yeah. fast, very quick with the ball. Skills, yeah. skills. Oh, outstanding no player. No, no good in front of the goal. He was like <laughs> shooting anywhere. <laughs> But yeah. he was improving, you know, he was improving. And imagine, two years after, I think, Man United signed yeah. him. It didn't work, did it? Just didn't work out for him there. Ball, but his time in, in, yeah. in Crystal Palace is amazing, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so great. Absolutely. Absolutely great is, player. Because he was really good. Yeah. And from there, so I went from there, then you then you you start on your travels. So you... um. So 2012, you join a team Dong, Dong Tan in, in Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, and then you go to, I've got a story, and then you go to Kichi in Hong Kong. So yeah. back then I worked for a company. I used to travel quite a bit to the far, a couple of times a year out to the Far East. And I remember one night I tip, I'm in um, Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. And as you know, out there, crazy on football, you know, Premier League. I mean, you can watch it all day, every day on their Star Sports channel and stuff. So I'm out of Malaysia and I'm jet lagged. I wake up, I don't know, some silly time, like four o'clock in the morning. Oh, some football on the TV. Switch on the TV. <laughs> you're playing. You're... <laughs> Hang on, is that Pablo? And he's, he's there. You're... I think it was when you were playing in Hong Kong, actually. You're playing in Hong Kong. I can not believe it. Like, wow. How was, how was your experience playing out there in the Far East? How did you, how did you enjoy that? I really enjoyed, to be honest. I really enjoyed because, obviously, I did many mistakes in my career as a football player, as a person, and but it was really angry, you know, what how finished my my relation with Ipswich, with yeah. the English football, and I, of course, I I have, you know, a lot of things that I I have to improve in that time, you know, but. I always try to be honest with myself, you know, and honest with everyone around me. And I feel like it was not the same with me, you know, with all the problems I have. I never say nothing to anyone, like trying to be, you know, to 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 try to go against anyone. So yeah. in that time when I finished uh, my contract with Ips, which uh, my last year was in Crystal Palace, I had the opportunity to still in England, you know, and clubs from yeah is it swans, swans from, yeah since one year before and a lot of the clubs from league one and it was for i i, I need something different i need yeah. to move on i i don't really like i love football i have a lot of the passion for football for being a player you know but in the end of the day and now even more than before it's business you know and it's many things about business that i don't like in football you know so in that time i spoke with my wife my my wife always enjoyed football a lot and i say look i think we have to look for something new yeah something different and yeah. something that is 
just try to enjoy football and it sounds crazy for most of the people you know and going to going to play to Vietnam and Hong Kong but we really enjoy the experience you know as as a football and of course as a style as a of life yeah, yeah. I, mean, I haven't been to Vietnam. I used to go to Hong Kong a lot. Crazy, crazy place. Great place though. But yeah, yeah. crazy. And then, and then you have a you you back to Spain briefly, and then a spell in in Finland with um with Shevki, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like what I say before. It's like I, I need. I was looking for experience. experience. Oh, yeah. Experience. Experience and. It, does, it was like don't, no thinking about the club or the country or doesn't matter about the money. It's just to try to en- keep enjoying football because in yeah. the end of the day, we it's want to life. enjoy and yeah. That's what I try to do all my career, you know. And of course, in England is, or in Spain, is that professional you, that you have to do all as yeah. a professional. But then it's business as well, you know. So. Sure. In the other other countries, other team, other places, is it, it was more like, okay, enjoy it, try to enjoy yeah, it. Not not quite, not quite so professional. Just quickly, tell me about Shevki, because obviously Shevki has come out and said one day he'd love to, and I think the fans would appreciate that. Again, another Ipswich legend, similar to yourself, would love to manage the club. How was Shevki in your time in your time in Finland, as when you you know you work with him as a as a manager as a coach? How 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 was he? Yeah, of course, uh, we need each other. We have a get great relationship uh, between us, you know, and yeah. he called me, okay, and speak about this opportunity, like, come to Finland, help me, and the manager here, I want you to come here, blah, blah, blah. I know here the football is not that good, the money is not that good, but it, it was like, like I Enjoy. said before, experience, you know, and yeah. why not? So I went there, I think... I have a lot of the problems with the transfer, can't play from the beginning. And then when I start to play, I have an injury, just a small, small uh, part of the of the season. Yeah. The, the, the team was in relegate, but we we saved the season. We, we stay in the in the top of the league. But then uh, the club have uh, financial problems. And then we went to the other club with promotion. We really enjoy it. I, I bring a few players with me from 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 where I am to play in England. This they did P, very this well. PK PKs PK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And then uh, we get back to the top league in Finland, and it was really good. You know, it was in, we were improving. You know, the club. I was playing. I was help, helping him. To sign Coach. players, ah. most of the players that we signed from Spain, it was thanks to me, and I really enjoy doing that stuff. You know, just yeah. no, just play. You know, yeah. preparing the league. Yeah. But then, of course, when you you back to the business, second division is no one's care about. When when you back to the top league, business coming, sure. other people coming inside and try to do things and blah blah blah. Start to not, to do wrong things you know don't be clear or relations get a little bit cold and he pretend to be his brother his brother come the assistant manager that he was there he was uh, from 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 my from my town he was here with me he started to be like a little bit tired about Shevki as a manager he wants to quit 
we start to have problems and when after after going to the top league and the startup supposed to be a massive season for us yeah it was a nightmare and i yeah. think after eight or ten games uh, this assistant manager left the club and we all the spanish players we we stopped we playing yeah and it was a nightmare well, you know and it was and a you, shame it was a shame because we were two years doing something right really yeah. cool doing doing right improving a lot and finished like uh, I, I i don't want to say that it was Chefki mistake or my mistake, but we 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 finish our relationship. With not quite the not that, quite the same. Yeah, you know, it was like yeah. for for the business of football. You know, of course, yeah. other pers- other companies from Finland start to be interesting because we were doing fine. We, we were pl- playing a good football. We we promotion. But then, obviously, this assistant manager that I, I signed uh, earlier signed for the best club in Finland as assistant manager. And that was the point where everything uh, finished, you know. Sure. And, so, and it was so the same. Went... It was the same. But it was like f- football and business. And But again, like you said, another another experience for you. So you, you end your sort of playing career playing for... Alondras in Spain? Alondras, yeah, yeah, because one of my best friends uh, from my town, he was managed there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I went there to play with them. So how, how many years, sorry, sorry, Pablo, how many years ago was that? It was one season. Okay, how, but how many years ago? How, how old, when, you, when you finished playing? I finished like three, three years ago. Okay. When I came back so, from Finland, I went to Alondras and it was yeah. because I, I went there just because the, my friend sits with the manager. Yeah. And then the year after, uh, I come to my local team that it was in third division and it was managed from, uh, from another best friend that he yeah. was brothers between both of them. <laughs> so what are you but up to it, now? So are you? We said at the very start, are you, are you still involved in football? Still, what are you up to now? Yeah, when I finish uh, uh, my career as uh, as a player, yeah, one of the players, the one of the youngest players in that time there, he he was uh, coaching in uh, juniors, you know, and yeah, okay, now Pablo, you are finished. Why you don't come to with me and we can. Uh, be the managers in the junior teams. And it was like, whew, I'm 38 now, <laughs> I 25 years playing as uh, football. I maybe need something of relax, you know, no, no <laughs> thinking about football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, okay, I will go, I'm gonna, I go, I go with you, you know. And this is two years ago. We, we, we were, uh, two years uh, manage the juniors. Yeah. And now uh, we want to start the third season. And uh-huh. thanks to the coronavirus, we promote to the we promote to the bigger league in in the country of the juniors. Oh, great thanks stuff! Because we were we were top two. Yeah. So they they say that the season is over, and because we were in in promotion spot. 
Yeah. Next year we want to play in the in the best league in the country. You know, like so the best. So this is what under eighteen, under yeah, under eighteen, and it, exactly. it's massive because it's first time in history for a small a small town in a small Provincial club. Town. Yeah, and, it, and we want to play against bigger clubs Great around. You know, like sporting. And have you have you have you sort of taken your sort of coaching qualifications? Are you interested? Are you doing any of that, or you yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, through yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm finished now because obviously when you are pro, when you are yep. professional, you can yep. do it in, in a few months. Yeah, you know? quick, yeah. yeah. Quick. But I, I like it to take my time, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go quick. I don't, I don't have, I'm not in a hurry, you know, and yeah. I don't want to, I just want to enjoy my travel now as a, a, in a in a in a coach, yeah. you know. And, right. So, and so you're think, taking your you're taking like your your way for pro license and, and yeah, stuff, yeah. I'm yeah. now doing my my second year, but I take in no like three months. Like I go by year, so I finish my second year now, and obviously now with my A license, I can go through different leagues and I can be coaching in most of the leagues no the professional ones but obviously uh, the second divisions and third divisions uh, Pablo, who, the... who knows who knows Pablo one day you might you might find your, your way back here who knows we'd love it <laughs> to be honest it's something that I keep in touch with uh, Tommy and I was going to ask you that who are you still in touch with other than Tommy I know you're in touch with Tommy who else do you speak to to be honest, always, when we were playing together, it's something that uh, Tommy always used to say to me. No, one day I'm going to be manager and you're going to be my assistant. There and you I, go. And, and I used to laugh in like, no, oh. I'm, I don't go that way. I don't go that to to the to the manage <laughs> way, you know. And look at now. Now I'm, I'm really enjoying my these two years in juniors, you know, and they yeah. were two seasons that Pablo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start spreading that rumour. I'm going to start spreading that rumour after we speak. <laughs> I'm going to put it on Twitter. Big thing, you know, future Tommy Miller with Pablo as assistant. Oh, yeah, we'd love that. Honest, I, never, I, never, I never thought as a manager when I was playing, you know. I never thought, like, I want to be a manager because, to be honest, it's, it's difficult. It's really difficult. Be a player is one thing. Be a manager is massive. And I have a lot of respect for that, you know. Yeah. It's no now I'm finished football and now I'm manager. No, it's not like that. And obviously I have the I have the, the Jim Magilton experience, you know, because I always try to to help him in not just in thinking about playing under him and do it properly. Yeah. No, in terms of hey, Jim, take care, think everything you wanna do, don't go that quick because don't put that tempo as player is one thing but it's a manager it's another thing and, yeah. and it's like you have to take care of everything now it's not just about you as a player it's you and 25 players around you and you have to take care of everything yeah. so it's like it's really difficult you know and you have to to take care of that and you have to speak with 25 players that they are totally different between them. So for me, like being a manage, manager is like taking massive responsibility. So I want to go slowly. Least, I want to go step by step and see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Pablo, it's been an absolute 
pleasure talking to you, mate. Really, really good. You look no yeah. different. You look the same. You, you're absolutely. You don't look any different. You're really, a bit. bit... <laughs> you're absolutely same. It's been an absolute delight, and I'm sure I'm sure our listeners and our viewers will absolutely love you know watching watching this back. You're an Ipswich legend, mate. Always will be. Always up, you know, and, and yeah, like I said, always I, will be. I, I can't believe what you are saying, you know, like be a legend. No, that is crazy, you know. Because well, I, you are. I, you you I, just are. I, I think it was just your overall, oh, oh, we love to be, your, you know, your overall style of play. And, and I'm not just saying it, you're certainly one of my favourite players of, of, of recent years, you know. Um, just your overall style in the way I think you carried yourself on the pitch. I think people people just relate to that. And as you said, you know, you were... Um, yeah, a fiery temperamental, but you look every time you stepped on the pitch, you look like you cared. And, you know, I think, um, yeah, you don't always see that these days. You don't always see that these days. And I think the fans can just relate to that. And he scored a couple of goals against Norwich as well. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Fantastic, mate. Look, thanks ever so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Keep well. Hope you and the family keep safe. And, um, and yeah, yeah, bless you. Thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks to you. Thank you. No problem. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.